0: Oh, hi there. Dramatic turn today. Uh, yeah, it could have been better. It'll be better next time. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Window Chats with Robin, the Instagram Live podcast where I sit by my window and chat with very interesting people. Today's guest is Grisha Pastranak. Very excited to chat with him. He's coming live through the Raw actor Studio. Oh, hey, Sophie. Uh, let's invite him in. Here we go. Invite. I have faith in it. It's happening. This should be fun. I'm excited. Okay. Oh my God, it works, except I see your knee. Okay. <laughs> that was a lovely leg. How are you doing?
1: I know it a great leg. I'm great. How are yeah. you? Doing? Can now you, you guys, hear me?
0: I can. You made it in. Can you hear me?
1: Fantastic. Yes.
0: Are you like, are you going to hold your phone the whole time? This is commitment.
1: I am. I okay. think that's the best uh, process because I realized that my phone will, n- it, it's a little outdated. It's probably not going to hold the battery charge the entire time, so I got to connect it.
0: Oh, uh, well, I appreciate the, uh, oh, there we go. Okay, I like my angle now. I appreciate the uh, effort. <laughs> I have to re. I don't know, I tried to spin in a chair. I was getting fancy today for you. I'm like trying
1: to do I a new entrance it. in. Yeah, I was doing like a whole. Are you going to do like a super, super yeah, villain swivel? On uh, excellent.
0: <laughs> but how you doing?
1: Good, good. Yeah, just uh, I literally jumped off from from the computer while I was editing all morning and then editing all last night. We got a bunch of stuff that uh, we're going to be putting on socials today, so I'm like super excited. So I just like I've been I've been messaging you in between just like sitting in my computer and just like staring at the screen for hours.
0: It's good to know you didn't lose this sarcastic uh, edge while editing so I appreciate that. oh
1: good God no how dare you how dare I that doesn't happen
0: so we get do we get to learn do we get a sneak peek on what's going to come on the socials or is this something I have to wait impatiently for
1: um you know what there's <laughs> we have hard drives and hard drives of like really cool stuff like really great footage that we have from over the years of the different classes and the different kind of things we we've done and even from all the different spaces that that we uh used to hold classes so like we we ended up going through and editing like i i ended up editing a bunch of videos to kind of put on and share and we've had a, a, a few people reach out and ask if we had footage from from class or like yes yeah there's there's a lot
0: i knew it there were hidden cameras everywhere it's never there
1: there are yeah Yeah. there are i just can't tell you where
0: that's well that's fair then it wouldn't be hidden i get it (laughs) yeah
1: that's How why are you, you never How see that's a thing in
0: man casting, right? Because now raw raw actors studios at man casting, and I always yeah. thought, like in the little waiting room, right? They have the little hidden cameras, so you always have to be on your best behavior. <laughs> if you're not, they will
1: Steven be knows. Steven knows. <laughs> <gets it. laughs> I love
0: it. Oh my god, is that? Did you ever have that fear of being, you know, a terrible person in the waiting room? I mean, that's a weird fear to have, unless you're a terrible person.
1: See, I own my terribleness. Oh. Like I, I will man spread. I will make sure to take my space. You know, It'll, it, like I own it. You know, if if I'm taking up space in it right now, then I'm taking up space.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like
0: it's a character choice. I'm going full method. I don't know what your problem
1: is. Exactly. Especially if I'm having to play, uh, you know, anybody remotely related to. Uh, well, me as a person then I will I will embrace the crap out of it.
0: Well, did is that how you got the man from Toronto you're kind of like man spreading in your space or you were the dealer, right?
1: Uh yeah, I was I was the dealer for that. I it, That's
0: cool. That's actually,
1: actually so that was that was uh that was really Sophie uh that helped me with that audition because it was uh she helped me block it really nicely where the, the story arc of it was very clear, Um, which, you know, it was just like, it was a simple scene, simple repetition of a moment and understanding of it. And it just kind of, it flowed. And when I did it, and this was like, you know, peak pandemic vibes uh, when we were in the first lockdown. So it was like, I think it was like my first or second zoom audition and i was like this this feels different this feels odd uh but yeah i just kind of flowed with it and we did one take and then i got the call the next day so that was that was pretty cool wow I know, no, pretty great. No, no. Nope, you like, nope. you when, when you're doing <laughs> when you're doing a Zoom audition for an actor role and look like ultra Eastern European <laughs> with your hair slicked back, <laughs> and then you act like a dealer, it, you know what? Turns out that that's enough.
0: <laughs> Shockingly, if you book know, the, it act you the part, you book the role. What?
1: I know. This it is crazy. confusing.
0: Crazy. Didn't believe that would happen.
1: That's um, exciting.
0: I didn't even know. Like, it's so funny that it's "Man from Toronto." I'm like, Toronto, that's us. And then i said yeah. so ooh, something to look forward to. It's coming out 2022. When?
1: Uh, I actually think it's coming this week to Netflix. wow uh, Yeah, I believe it's either this week or next week. I think it's like the 26th or the 27th. Okay. uh To be to be honest, I haven't looked since like the beginning of June, so I don't remember the exact date. Because uh, I have a secret fear. And yeah, no, I got it. You're not. I, I have a secret fear. that's cut
0: Oh no! Cut oh, no. Oh.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh this no. is gonna be so crazy, but then. <laughs> no,
0: I think you're integral. I think Whatever you were dealing is necessary to the plot. Maybe I know. You were dealing I know. lollipops. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh,
1: you know what? It, it, I think that comes from like back in the early days of my career. I did a couple bit parts, um, some like SOC actor stuff that just never made it. It was, it was on the cutting floor, which was really funny because like, it was shows that I did, that I was like, Oh, I really want to get back and have like, you know, an actual character to work with and like stuff to play off of. And, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool to, to go back and be like, okay, cool. I went to my agent immediately. I'm like, they cut me out, get me another audition
0: well then you can do exactly so if you're cut out you can be in it again okay yeah
1: exactly okay. That, was, that was my philosophy i there, there was this uh one show called warehouse 13 I, I actually was reminded of this very recently i was talking to somebody in class and i was uh i this was like would have been i would have been 19 at the time and i did background uh for like the first or second time in my life i did background and i was on warehouse 13 i think it was like season two then a few years later i was an soc in like the season finale and they needed to get to the action much sooner so like whatever bit i was there for whatever joke i was there to set up it just did not work so, um, they, they cut me out and I was like, okay, great. Now that I've had the, the extra experience, I've had the SOC experience, I want to get and be a character on the show. And weirdly enough, it was like one of those kitschy sci-fi shows that I actually enjoyed. So I was like totally on board. It's funny. Cause like, I remember going back and watching it. I was like, oh, there's my shoulder. There's the back of my head in like two different episodes.
0: <laughs> I love when that happens.
1: You can see, I'm like, oh my
0: God, that's my hair. It
1: looks great. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, there we are, I'm walking away. <laughs> Hi, Robin. Okay. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, and it's, see, I, when I, I only tried to do background a couple times. And honestly, the one time that I actually made it on camera was when I was like doing physiotherapy behind the scenes and they're like, throw her in, we need another body. So I legitimately gave someone a treatment. The entire time, they couldn't see what I was doing, but like the physiotherapist in me was so committed that she got like an hour-long neck treatment, and my hands were very sore the next day. But you see the back of my head; it's lovely. Uh, Wow, that that must be.
1: Imagine like you're the other actor, and you're like, "Oh, sweet score! I get paid, and I get a treatment." I
0: know.
1: Oh, Hi, oh it was so funny.
0: It was so and I, I just I love that you had that opportunity now to keep getting cut and then move up. So you I
1: mean, you know, when, when life then, gives uh, you lemons, you gotta make lemonade, right? Yeah. So I was like, I just went to my agent. I'm like, Okay, we've done everything else. Let's, you know, get something better. Let's get an actor. Let's get a principal. Let's get a recurring maybe.
0: So I was looking I I'd like to creep on my guests. So your agents in Vancouver, right?
1: Uh so actually hold on a sec before I answer that I don't think these are really doing anything cuz they disconnected the moment this started and oh, I don't that's think So cool though. Okay. <laughs> Was there. I felt it. Um, I know. I, I, okay. just, I just felt so zoned in, but So I used to be with uh, play management and they're uh, Toronto, Vancouver, and Atlanta. Right, right, Great right, agency. My, my agent was, uh, was amazing, but because I took so much time off, um, you know my, my agent and I went our separate ways, mm. and I haven't actually uh, gotten an agent since. I, I haven't been acting for over a year now. Right. Um, I've just been, I've just been coaching. And then before that, before, like it, during the pandemic, I was working like completely disconnected from the industry. I was, I, I pivoted into something completely different and, you know, did really well in that. And, and then kind of just was aching to come back. You know, you, you experience other sides of life, you experience other things and you pick up new things and new perspectives And I realized that I wanted to come back and and share that. And as soon as I did, and as soon as there was opportunities, it kind of, it felt really exciting again. It felt like I was doing something um, meaningful again, because I kind of started to feel stagnant. And, and, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, um, unmotivated and unfulfilled. So I, once I did, come back, and once I started to connect with people and connect with actors again, and like I even um, well, one of the things I did, it, it was kind of a, a joke where I came out of retirement to do a scene with uh, Derek Gilroy and Mike Delaney, because uh, their partner had had a, a personal emergency that he had to attend to, he couldn't uh, be there for the final class. So when, uh, when they asked me, I was like, yeah, sure. And it was like, they, they send me the script and it's like 30 pages of, of dialogue to memorize. I was like, okay. <laughs> All you right. jump
0: right yeah. back in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: I was like, okay, I'm really coming out of retirement for, you know, for the, uh, for the encore. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And then, you know, just little by little, I was just like, okay, yeah, I, w- I want to be back. I want to be doing this. I want to be in this energy, not necessarily acting yet. Um, have a uh, personally just my journey has been uh, a a weird relationship with it um, based on you know my my early years in, in the career and you know there there's a lot of mental health things that that happened in my early 20s that were a part of my need to sort of identify myself as an actor and kind of, you know, my happiness lived and died by the successes that I had and, you know, lack thereof, right. which then translates into everyday life, which obviously became a um, a difficult thing for a long time. So right now my, my excitement is more about creating and more about building and helping people. And, and like, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of like new and exciting stuff. Sophie and I are constantly thinking about how to like, just essentially do cool shit and, and teach and teach people how to do cool shit and like be artists and be excited about life and be excited about their craft and be excited about all of these things and feel empowered and feel, you know, feel like they're capable and they're they're, uh, They have value and like all of these things that that are so important that are so, I guess, rare, uh, unfortunately, in this industry that that people feel that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're like, nah, screw that we're starting with that.
0: But That's what makes it special, right? You can go to a class at raw, and just feel like no matter where you're at with your craft, you feel validated. And I think that's a really important quality because there's a lot of places out there. (laughs) I've tried a lot of places Uh, that you go and you leave and you feel a little shitty and you're paying for it. And you're like, hmm, I don't understand this. Again, there are other studios that are also great, uh, but I'm just saying like there is that a lot of that. I hate when you go to a class and you just leave and you feel gross. And yeah that's just not fun for me yeah,
1: yeah yeah i you know i have I have two philosophies on that one is that everybody that we work with and everybody we you know uh, are are trying to help, we can only help them on their path we can't help right. them on somebody else's path mm-hmm. right so where they are in their work is what we work with right mm-hmm. and try to give them and, and uh open up opportunities for them to go deeper into it right um uh, but it's based on where they are mm-hmm. right because i can't i can't pick and put somebody on somebody else's path. like i can't have you working with somebody else and have their expectations put on you Mm -hmm. Right. Especially if you're a first or second or third year actor versus like a, you know, a 12 year actor or a 13 year actor. Right. I can I can help guide you in that and and improve, you know, where you are and build your confidence, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, you know, incredibly important. That's why I said, you know, you have to have a good foundation. The foundation is the thing that you're going to lean on. You know like in military, the military that you don 't um, you don 't rise to the highest level of your training. you fall to the lowest level of your training right in a in a in a dangerous situation that 's the same with acting under pressure it 's the same with anything really under pressure, you fall to the lowest level, and so you know we 're trying to raise the bar but as well as the floor right because if if you raise all of that like you know you have a a much better talent pool. In in the city, you have a much better talent pool everywhere because you have artists who are a- actually able to contribute something to the story, to the narrative, to the art form, to the experience, yeah. right? And that is hugely, hugely important, right? So when when we're talking about w- who we're working with and how we're approaching it, it's on a case by case basis,
0: For sure.
1: right? Which is, which is why, like, anytime there's Anybody comparing themselves in class where we immediately go, no, no, don't bother with that because we're working with you, right? It's about you learn from everybody else, mm-hmm. right? Absorb as much as you can, like spend as much time in class as possible, right? Whoever, you know, whoever find who works for you and, and stick to it. That's the goal. I think every single high performance athlete has a coach mm-hmm. that helps them be their best, right? If you find somebody who speaks your language and, you know, Do it. Absolutely. Right. I haven't found anyone that
0: speaks Hebrew yet, but I'm still going to coach with people.
1: Well, you know, I did a film in Yiddish. So we're, we have. I know. I love that you did that. Oh my gosh.
0: I want to see the footage. I haven't seen
1: it. Oh my, yeah. Well, You know what? I actually have been uh, wanting to kind of go back and and look at it. I remember, I remember being hypercritical of myself because.
0: I was going to ask that. Yeah.
1: Okay. uh, of my, uh, of my own experiences with it. But, um, yeah, it was, um, it was a cool experience looking back. I'm, I'm super grateful. I, I, I do wish obviously I could, I could do things differently. And I think had I had that opportunity, well, had, had I had, um, the right mentorship, the right guidance at the time, had I had the right, uh, environment, I, I definitely, um, could have done better um but I, I didn't have that and and then i went on this production and it was a small budget production really lovely team like you know a lovely director and writer and love incredible crew and like i um i made my uh, a, like a lifelong one of my really good buddies who we were roommates after that for three years like he was a sound guy on it um you know uh, the cast was great and it it was a it was a really great experience that i for a long time held on to as like i didn't do enough to support them because i was inexperienced
0: mm, interesting you know I
1: mean? it was like it was my early 20s doing right. it and, and like i didn't have the foundation that i have which is why i'm so like you know you have to have a strong foundation you right. have to have and build from this place of confidence and I didn't at the time which then like looking back and watching the film I remember sitting in the theater and I had like one scene where I was genuinely connected and in the moment and living and that was the one scene where I forgot that it was me on screen and the rest of it was me like in a corner cringing in my jacket like going like oh my god right and so the moment I realized what the difference between those two things was I was just like epiphany i know what to look for yeah. i know when i'm lying and i uh, you know it's the same thing with any other actor i know and sophie knows because we instinctively know that right we've we've done this so long that we ex- instinctively can see that that not necessarily falsehood but that it, in in your head moment that in your head experience where you check out Oh, so you've everything. noticed that
0: I've checked out for this whole chat. Okay. Well, you caught me. I didn't
1: re- I've been looking at my own videos this entire I mean- time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, 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 uh, is, it is true. It is true. And I find that interesting that you can watch the parts where you've really committed to it. Uh, yeah. As opposed to... Because there are things that I watch, you know, <laughs> back in the day and you go, oh, God. But it's it's so hard to if I can look back and say, you know what, that wasn't good. And here's how I would do it differently. I used to hate that I could do that, but now it's like, okay, at least that shows that I'm growing. Right. At yeah. least I wouldn't do that again because I know why that wasn't good. Um, yeah. And I think- yeah, see that's
1: the difference between us. Cause I carry that trauma every single day for the rest of my life. Oh
0: please, I always carry
1: a <laughs> little, little bit
0: of trauma with me, but that part that that's so not necessary. Right. Because what, if I'm not growing every day as an actor or with each performance or with each shoot, then like, where do I go from there? I'm just gonna keep doing the same character over and over again. It's boring and it's like, why keep training? Why keep bothering if I'm already perfection? But it's it's just not, (laughs) obviously Grisha, you're amazing. So you don't have to keep training, but- Uh, And I'm I'm also
1: very humble. Obviously,
0: (laughs) obviously. But I think it's encouraging though to see to be able to and I used to find it so hard to watch my past performances and I can tell you all of them and where I messed up again but move but it's healthy but when you when you're able to kind of take a step back and be like okay why did I do that was I fully committed what was the mindset and how would I change it it's like okay I am if I did it again this is what I would do and it's better and that's what I have to tell myself, even though oh I'm very hand talky today. Um but <laughs> Elena, uh, but it, it's just otherwise what's what's the point of keep like continuing on? Because there's there's always gonna be those performances. Every I think every performance can be better or different to an extent. And I think what I love And what I've always, and I said to you before, is I am so impressed with your ability to coach Sophie's ability to coach in the sense of there's no one right way to do the scene per se, uh, but it's like what is the truth to you and who you are and what you can bring to it, and that has been so interesting for me because I keep I'm like okay, there's only one perfect way to do the scene. I have to nail it. It's like okay, no, uh, let's just kind of calm down (laughs) and just. like, where are the where can you make it different and use the uh, L E A D. It's a new thing at raw you guys should check it out. Uh, there's a class for it. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what, um, I'll, I'll, I'll touch on the first thing you said. Um, I always have to tell you to calm down. But that's just,
0: just oh, that's just because I have to. Yeah. I like how you, uh, you no. kind of went out of it for that
1: but i didn't oh me. sorry i was just no, trying to t- t- you tell you that uh, yeah me me telling you to calm down is a common thing uh no the, the thing is like you know the music is there but the instrument changes right we yeah. always uh, we always have uh different it's it's that's you are your artist right you are your instrument you are that, that uh, uh, creator um, through which truth and life is told, right? So if we are approaching that through whatever these moments mean truthfully to you, then they're going to be different than somebody else, yeah. right? And so if we're able to highlight that, that specific human experience, that universal human experience that is the, the core truth of that moment, Mm-hmm. with you, it's gonna look completely different than somebody else, right? And it's never gonna be the same, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be the same story, right? It's gonna be the same meaning. It's gonna have the same, it's gonna affect an audience in a very similar way, right? Because these are core human experiences that unite us, mm-hmm. right, we understand the core experience. We don't understand the contextual always, but because the core is truthful, we get the context, right? right? We get what it means to the person, to the character, right? Um I forgot the second thing that you said so I, I don't remember what I was going to answer to then.
0: <laughs> well, I'm unimpressed. Chat over. Okay. No. I well I mean okay, I'm rambling. you got it. <laughs> and see. Uh, all right. So that's a wrap on Grisha. Okay. I have you worked behind the scenes a lot? It's my new I have. thing. I've decided. Uh, I'm
1: obsessed um, with it. A, uh, I love uh I love directing actually. Mm. Um I I have a lot of fun directing. Um I don't enjoy editing per se, but I'm getting better. Um just because it's uh, the workflows are are still I'm I'm still new at the organizational workflows of okay. of editing and there's a lot of uh, tedious time consuming work that is required that Uh, my ADD brain and uh, consistent need for chaos is uh, is never satisfied. (laughs) But um, I'm getting better at it. I'm I'm definitely getting better at it, and it's becoming faster. So that's becoming more enjoyable. Like any process, really, it's the learning curve that's the most difficult. Once you get over that hump, it's. A lot more interesting because it's more about like learning tricks and, and you know, new, new ways and methods and it's easier because you have a foundation. But is I, it is it me.
0: editing your own work or someone else's? Uh,
1: like, no, mine. It is your my own. Mind. Like, are you? Yeah. In it? So, so actually, well, that that brings up a very good point. It's right now I'm editing uh, the 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 stuff that we're going to be releasing from old class footage. Okay. Now, what we used to do at, at Raw was um, the on-camera class, this is pre-COVID, um, was a, uh, you'd have like a scene filmed as a, a mock on-set experience, right? So I'd I'd bring in like help and we'd do multiple camera setups and microphone, right. and lights and the whole thing and we'd film the scene, right? And we have a whole bunch of those that I've just cut together and like we have even more that I haven't even touched yet, that I want to go through that we're going to be posting. And like, there's, uh, we did one class, this was back when we were at Wanted Picture and Sound, where we were doing a class, it was going to be a regular on-camera class, and then we kind of started chatting with people and decided that it was, we were going to turn it into a short film lab. So we got, we put people in, in teams, we got them to write their own material. We got them a director in the industry, somebody who's an up-and-comer. And we got them, like, a, you know, we rented a bunch of gear. We brought in uh, people to film, uh, brought in cinematographers. We did, uh, brought in people and, like, people were helping out on sound and they got to act in their own material, right? And so, like, I, I did... I ended up uh, filming two of those uh, shorts because uh, a a director dropped out, but one is uh, in the style of The Office. So like a a mockumentary, yeah, a mockumentary comedy. And then the other one was like a a spy CSI-ish type, I guess, short or film, yeah.
0: That's really cool. So we are re-
1: releasing a bunch of stuff around that as well. Yeah. Um the, the group's actually uh they they made a really nice one that uh they uh, put in and won awards at short film festivals. Wow. And, yeah, so this we've yeah, okay. that that was so one I'm of the classics th- So is that the idea of the raw
0: reels then to kind of recreate that or So Ah uh, yes, water break. Good. Needed
1: a sip. Um, it's actually coffee. <laughs> um, no, uh, raw reels is a, is a bit different. Um, raw reels is based around the fact that right now, currently, there's not a lot of um, services available for people to number one, you know, within the range of affordab- uh affordably um, get footage that is you know well shot well lit well edited sounds good looks good and makes them look good Mm -hmm. right according to what they you know sell as as an actor right because this is a business and this is a market you have to learn to market yourself right so part of it is knowing what what you're marketing and and then you know we go on on the day and like we film a scene that is that goes with your branding Right, and so, and then you get a product that is a, a a demo reel worthy material that you can use to get an agent or um, get get your foot in the door, right? Um,
0: What's the, the material from? Do you choose the material? Does, does Raw choose it? Does the actor choose it? How does that work?
1: Um, there's a there's a consultation that happens beforehand where that, that is discussed based on obviously you know what what actors want because some actors bring their own right they want mm. they want their own the idea is that you know you keep it short sweet and effective yeah right nobody's gonna sit through a a, a three to five minute demo that you made for yourself you want to make it. You know one to two scenes um and a minute in length they they see a proof of proof of work right they're happy they you look good you act good you you're a human <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> and so, okay.
1: yeah proof of life also exists and, exactly and uh you know and then they go okay cool this is somebody that we can sell we can we can work with right if you're looking for an agent Um, we can market this, we can put, give it to casting and they'll be like, okay, great. This person looks like this and we can bring them in now. Right. Right. And so, you know, it's, it's about building those. These are the things that, you know, I talk about things that you can control and things that you can't. Mm these are the things that you can control. These are the things within your control. These are the tools that you can arm your agent with to best represent you and to best sell you, right? Right. Their job is to market you. Their job is to create opportunities for you. Your job is to be ready for those opportunities, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's that whole, like, what is the definition of luck, right? It's preparation meets opportunity, Mm -hmm. right? So your job, your, let's say 50% of your career is all about training, getting ready, challenging yourself, growing as an artist, experiencing life, different vocations, understanding yourself, learning about yourself, right? And learning how to understand story, learning how to, uh, you know, be effective, building your toolkit as an actor. And then the other 50% is the business side where, you know, making sure that you're properly represented, that your stuff is um, you know up to date that you have materials that represent you at, and highlight who you are right, and that your uh, your agent is, understands that and is on the same page and representing you correctly right because they 're your partner in this they're, they this is a partnership right and you don 't work for them they don 't work they i mean they get a percentage of the cut, but it 's a partnership yeah. you help each other succeed, otherwise you know it 's not the right energy.
0: It's true, and I think that's always hard to remember. That is a partnership too, and and it's so it's so important to be with someone that you're comfortable with regarding agents as well. Um,
1: yeah. I spent yeah. I spent many years on a roster of somebody who's a heavyweight in the industry mm-hmm. before I was ready, feeling like I owed them. Yeah, right? I and was the, actors feel that way. Yeah, and it's a it's a really toxic mindset because oh. it doesn't allow you to number one be open. Right. Because you're immediately working from a, a from a negative place You're immediately working from a deficit. You're you're already at a loss. Mm-hmm. So the goal becomes it, it, it becomes more so important to um, to understand that if you are an actor and an artist and you're bringing value and you're bringing story to the table, that you have skills, right, that you have tools, mm-hmm. that you have something to bring. Right, it's not. This isn't accidental. Mm-hmm. And, and the issue is that you know a lot of people, especially the muggles, like to think that it, that it's accidental, right? That either you have it or you don't. And mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of as as I've been doing this and coaching people for as long as I have now, and you know I've been blessed to have this opportunity to help people. The overwhelming evidence is that everybody is capable of doing this. Mm-hmm right they just need to know what to do and how to do it right and and be supported on the on the path of self-discovery and discovering the truth and who they are right sometimes it's not going to be easy sometimes it's super challenging sometimes it's super intimidating sometimes there's things that you don't want to face
0: yeah
1: right you know i say acting is not therapy acting is not therapy therapy is therapy talk to somebody professional who can let help you you know go go through and understand what it is that you're feeling and why you're feeling and what your trauma is acting can be cathartic right acting is you essentially using your emotionality and your trauma in order mm-hmm. to affect an audience and teach them that that is a human experience that is okay to feel and it, it, by doing that you're allowing your audience to have an emotional release right if you're giving that that's that's part of your privilege and your your duty as an actor is to use your life and and your you know your heart to uh, give actors and 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 um give characters life give them you know real pain real hurt real fear real love real joy right all of these things that your job is to respect that character and to give it a a the honor of a real human being whose story deserves to be told. Yeah. Right, right now there there's so much stuff in in the world where it's really. <laughs> I, I I was planning not to not to say the word, but fuck me, it's yeah. dark sometimes. Right, and we we need to be honest, and we need to stand up for what's right, and we need to do all these things to to give, you know. Put more empathy and put more heart and beauty into the world. Put more human experience and validate more life than, than you know, Than we, uh, as, as much as we can, really. Right? Because that's part of your job as an artist. That's part of your job as a storyteller is to affect people, to, get, to make them feel something. Right? And the only way you're going to do that is by first doing it for yourself and bringing your truth to it. And see
0: yeah no I was like that was really I didn't want to interrupt I'm like that was well said you know what you're talking about all I could think of was a scene that I have to do now and it's uh so I'm Jewish and I've got the scene of you know Holocaust concentration camp I'm like oh, yes, yeah. I oh yeah sharing that story and then it made me go deep and I'm like, oh yes, these stories that as a Jewish person as a storyteller these are stories that I should be sharing, um, being like my grandmother being a Holocaust survivor, and a lot of Holocaust survivors, my family, like that. And it's just, it's so again, it's just so funny. It's like, I'm uncomfortable telling that story, and I'm like, how dare I be uncomfortable? People live through that, so it's such an interesting shift in art. It's like, who else is going to tell that story, right? And it's uh, yeah, this has gotten me thinking classic
1: selfie. i mean you you've set you've sat through my script analysis sessions and you you know what i talk about but it, the the biggest thing that you have to start with is don't judge your characters
0: exactly right? yeah
1: like don't judge your characters don't yeah. reject somebody's story just yeah. because you don't agree with it mm-hmm. if it crosses your line and you have a moral boundary that you are not willing to cross please don't right yeah. know what that boundary is, is and stay within it right do what is true to you as a human being, but don 't judge them whether they 're a good person, bad person, whether they do something good or bad right. it 's not your job to judge them. It is your job to honor their experience as a human mm-hmm. right that is their experience right and it 's your job if you want to be this this conduit to story to honor that right and give it life give it give it truth, give it heart give it give it that emotion. Right, because that emotion is part of their experience, their pain, their fears, their real, very real, very solid fears mm-hmm. that are haunting them. You know, they, you as an actor, have the privilege to bring that to life, yeah. right? You, but you also have the privilege to use your own fears to bring that to life, right? And in doing so, you actually find a moment of empowerment, right? Because having, having. Un- an understanding and clarity of your own fears and going through that, it allows you to identify that mental enemy, right? That mental, because if you don't, if, if we constantly, anytime there's conflict within ourselves, we tend to um, try to shut that shit okay. down, like shut it down and run away. Yeah. right? And, and what it comes down to is if, if we don't know what the enemy is, then we're always scared of it. It's it's impossible not to be. is the boogeyman in the dark.
0: I think it's very healthy to live your life in constant fear. Is that not? A, is that not a-
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just perpetuate your own trauma forever <laughs> in an endless loop. But you Living know, my
0: demons. It's cool.
1: Uh. Yeah, but you know, jokes aside, like really, if you know what it is that scares you, it's a lot easier to deal with it and and eventually grow out of it. Right. True. The only thing in life that is you know a constant is change. And so if if we don't, if we keep resisting that, then we don't allow ourselves to go through the process of change where we grow out of this experience because we don't face it. And if we don't face it, and acting is one of those vocations and one of the very few that actually allows you to face your own fears, mm-hmm. right? To actually come to terms and understand what they are, right? Again, it's not therapy, but it can teach you a lot about yourself. And by doing that, it can help you overcome these things. You, know? you are
0: sounding really good on this live right now. I'm like just taking a moment. Like you sound like you know what you're talking about. Okay, Grisha.
1: Again, well, you I, keep I saying like I, I know totally what I'm just. talking about. Just a lot of sarcasm. <laughs> just, I'm like, Is man, that's it? not insulting. God, Robin, did I come on here to get insulted?
0: I mean, I don't. I thought we would just be, you know, making random conversation I know, I You're know. just coming I'm... out like, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's a great. You asked the question. I don't I, I can't help this. This is just No, it's just, great. This, it's is great.
0: This, is, this we were having a very serious discussion. I appreciate it.
1: Dropping you know. Some
0: gems. Sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: The thing is like, you know, we all need to hear it from time to time.
0: This is like a wake-up call for any after watching this or anyone in the bin. like guys, this is this is good stuff. I'm snapping. I don't want to ruin the audio, that's, but I like to snap. Okay.
1: That's that's the, you know, kind of and not not trying to plug but like that's kind of what sophie and i really succeed at i think and that's the thing that makes us most excited is when you know we we get to help people open themselves up a little bit yeah. right get get them to discover themselves a little bit Right, go inside and figure shit out, and try new things, and like really be vulnerable with themselves. And in that, there's significant growth. There's growth of the artist. There's growth of the professional. There's growth of the human. Right, there's growth of the soul. And those, those are, you know, like it's it's so not traditional in like a scene study class where you come in and like you get sides and you just run it again and again and again ad nauseum until you know you feel. Uh, like you did something or not like it's it's so much deeper than that it's so much more i think important than that to experience the other sides of your artist because you know acting is just one profession artistry and human expression is present across a multitude of professions and applicable across a multitude of vocations right you can be doing anything but you could do it the way an artist does it right the w- the way of being truthful to yourself, understanding yourself, honoring yourself, and honoring the experience around you, being compassionate to people around you, seeing people's experience for what it is, understanding people and and listening, right the fundamental skill of listening that actors train, right, where human beings don't tend to listen. We tend to wait until Robin's done so I can start speaking again. <laughs> uh, but like that's cool though, right? And so it.
0: I didn't want to call you out on it.
1: Okay. It's cool. It's cool. I'll call myself out. Uh, <laughs> and and so it, it, the thing is, it's like it, it, it. I part of me wants to joke and call the class how to how to human, you know, how to human, because like these are fundamental human things that are so important and sorely needed in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it's not just about whether you want to be an actor, it's whether you want to be a human and like, let's experience humanity. Let's learn about humanity. Let's feel some shit. You know, we're we're constantly taught in society and in the outside world, don't feel, don't feel, don't feel, don't feel, even though that terribly, we're like, at any point, like, oh, shit, I'm feeling too much. Oh, shit. And you're like vibrating and like, "Ah." Oh, my
0: God, you vibrated so much. Oh my god! I've never had someone vibrate their phone so much. The livestock, Grisha, that was great. Oh, that's amazing.
1: Uh, you vibrate so, you know, too
0: much. That's what happened. The live that's, it, that's it. That's okay. it. You just
1: explode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's it's, so, it's you know. very true. Yeah, you're making a lot of sense.
1: I like to. I hope to. I try to.
0: Oh no! Now I have you on a delay. Hopefully you catch up. But
1: oh no. <laughs> No.
0: And maybe shake the phone again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a roller coaster. I don't know if it'll work, but this is great. Oh, oh, you know, oh it works. You. It's the only works. Okay. Hey. <laughs> back. Oh, my gosh. You really just have to shake things. It's just like old school technology. <laughs> Yeah. you, know, you yeah. just, like, shake it or blow on the, what was that, uh, Nintendo or whatever?
1: Sega, the the Nintendo know. 64 cartridges? Oh, yeah. Classic.
0: Yeah, ca- yeah, the yeah, classic
1: solution. Cool. You know, yeah, know? Just I mean, hit it on the top of the TV. There you go. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's so
0: funny. Maybe you might be yeah. going in and out. We'll find out. Uh,
1: but I'm still here. I still hear you very clearly. I know. So you I'm seeing me. your
0: face move, but then I'm hearing the audio afterwards. It's great.
1: It's enjoyable. Ah. Oh no. Oh God. This is what happens.
0: You, you put yourself on a delay. So that's
1: Okay, fun. let me let me try a thing real quick. One sec.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh.
1: Huh? Eh? Huh? Huh? Be- Better? No? A little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay, good. there
1: you go. Okay. There we go. And I fixed it.
0: I know. Okay, so we're, now I have to add to my list of instructions. Please don't shake your phone. So now we learned something today.
1: Uh, I, I accidentally pressed the home button as I did.
0: <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. That was really, really fun. Thanks for, okay, fine on your side. Good to know. Uh, oh, my God. So funny. Um, I got distracted by the shake. You were saying words of wisdom. I got distracted, and we're back.
1: I know. I'm one of those like jukeboxes. You just got to put another quarter in and then the song will start to play. So, you
0: are you were talking about the human like being human and that's what the class is called. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how to human. Yeah, how to human. It's very, it's just so funny when you hear that in class because it just sounds like such an obvious answer. You know, how do I play this role? Well, who is this person? Like, well, I don't know, but like what are the beats? Like what are, no, like literally especially for a one-liner, like what is the one line? How would a human say this? (laughs) I wish that wasn't my struggle. uh, But then you look back and you go, oh yes, this is what a human would do versus, hello, I'm an actor. I have your patient doctor.
1: Uh, It's it's the classic welfare line. What do I do with my hands? (laughs) I don't know what to do with my hands. i always say that. it's true, it's, true. Just it's, behind. true. It's, uh, it's so funny i i still to this day like every time i think about me acting i have that like first hesitation of like how do i human <laughs> like <laughs> and then after that it's like all oh, right step by step process in place okay here we go <laughs> that's so, funny. It's it's so true like, you it's- have to keep reminding yourself
0: and that's it's so interesting too when I see like people's self tapes and I go, Why do I want to keep watching it? They're not doing anything special. I'm like, oh, they're being a human. Oh I I uh
1: I had a, a really uh really fun little aha moment with one actor um uh last week actually where he was doing a scene and he was feeling like really stiff and, and stuck and I went to him, I'm like, all acting really is is just a conversation between two people or more with varying degrees of intensity and emotion. Mm. (laughs) And he went, Oh, shit. (laughs) And we're at the bar later. He's like, that thing you said about it just being a conversation. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, basically (laughs) we're just talking, we're talking. And then, you know, we want things and we need things and we feel things. And then there you go. And things, and then things happen.
0: But it, it's so. It's I find the farther along I get with my acting, when I watch a bad conversation, it bothers me so much, and I don't want it to. But I think I go to, especially when it's a short conversation. I'm like, but but I could have been in that conversation, uh, you know. And that's I'm like I just want to be. I want to join the conversation. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, a- after having how how long we've we been doing this uh, conversation with you for about forty eight minutes now, um, I'm okay with you sitting next- the next one out. Um, <laughs> 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 no, you know, I totally to feel that too. Sometimes it's like you see a scene that's like so. For me, it's like scenes that like scare me. Like when I when I see a scene that I'm like, oh, that's that's so difficult. Like that scares me. Yeah. That gets oh, me yeah. excited because I'm like, I want to try that. You know, what I don't. I character? Don't...
0: What would you want to try?
1: Um, I think uh, there isn't so really. The okay. There isn't really many that like. I think Beirut would be one that I would want to like really dive into or um
0: classic disney of course
1: yeah exactly super happy stuff yeah. um that i feel good uh i don't know i i really i really love Danny in the deep blue sea but i feel like it's right up my wheelhouse of like i can go to anger very easily um i see
0: that i know i've experienced it on this
1: <laughs> yeah no you've I heard me yellow class. okay I? yeah you... oh, i, didn't I, see I that. had to have I had to. Have. I, know,
0: I think your version of yelling isn't actually yelling. I like well, when people think they're angry. I'm like, oh, I know anger, sir. You are
1: okay. Uh, yes, no, I, 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 know, I know myself. Know thyself is step one, oh, right?
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Um, you know I, That's
0: I, I love hearing how people perceive themselves versus how I perceive them. I love that divide, I really, and or how others, I just find it so
1: fascinating. Well, no, I, I, I'm completely conscious of how I am in, in the room as a coach. I also know who I am as a person and what my real anger is like and oh, where that comes from. I was a very angry teenager and I was very lost as a as a young man. Um, in, in my, like, late teens, early 20s as I was trying to find some sort of meaning or purpose and feeling very lonely and rejected and angry about, about it, right? So I know wh- what that is for me. I, I know what the truth of that is for right. me, right? So what you see is a comical version or mm. you know, a play on it. But right. it, it'll never be that because that's not that's not something that's ever needed in the room unless I'm doing a scene that requires it, mm. right? Unless the character or the story requires it. But I, I try to I, I try to bring as much of what I want in my life as I can, uh, which is I want much more laughter. Um, I like it when people laugh, so I try to make people laugh as much as I can. You're very um, bad at
0: it so it is what i it know is. yeah i know but Luckily, i was hoping the comedy teach me. class so it's fine okay i know yeah. I'm, gonna, okay. I'm gonna
1: start a class i'm gonna
0: call it being funny for humans uh,
1: there you go <laughs> exactly it could be how to human part two the funny version <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and, but but yeah like it i try to use comedy because uh, number one comedy serves multiple purposes right comedy serves the the biggest purpose that comedy serves is building trust with your audience right you if, when you build trust with an audience you can put them at ease and create an environment where they are able to Uh, learn and they're able to absorb information and they're able to uh, think about things uh, in a much more clear and objective slash subjective but open-minded manner versus when they are feeling closed off or insecure or threatened or whatever right whether when their identity or their sense of self is threatened, then they begin to kind of close off and they become unavailable to, number one, myself as a coach or as another actor or to the audience, right, or to a director or whoever they're working with, right, and it becomes a a struggle of getting somebody out of their ego. Um, So I try to use comedy as as a kind of disarming technique where I, you know, I know who i am i know what i am i know what i represent i know what i'm good at you know and i make light of it and that hopefully gives people uh, an opportunity to think about it and 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 see who who i am and then go okay cool then it's okay to be me because that guy's a fool so because he's a fool then it's okay for me to just be silly too and enjoy myself Right, because if I'm a fool and I'm enjoying myself, then it becomes okay for everybody. Right, so and so... Mean, so you're
0: intentionally trying to be a fool? Always. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just... Sophie, like Sophie, Sophie, has a, Sophie has a really great theory about the Corchester and she, she oh has my like God, a... Oh God,
0: I don't want to be called on being the court jester anymore. I'm done. Sophie, it's
1: done. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it's a, it's a responsibility. I think it's important. It's important to be, uh, you know, like comedy is so important. I think comedy is one of the most um, uh, necessary things in life right now. Um, we need to learn to laugh and remember to laugh. Um, laughter is one of the most fundamental human modes of communication. Right. When you're born, you only have two ways to communicate. You you have crying, Ooh. which means I don't like this. I'm afraid. And laughter, which means I like this. This is this makes me happy. Right. And so you have it's part of fundamental human development. Right. And so if if you're, you know, and it, it is kind of on a, on that binary scale where it's just one or the other, usually where. The laugh is is the happy and then the sad is the crying
0: wouldn't it be right? weird if it was reversed that's a very confusing parent i know thing. yeah i know
1: it'd be a bizarre world
0: i don't know what to do with that hmm.
1: welcome to the mind of robin
0: uh, <laughs> i mean it would just be so entertaining you're trying to make the child laugh they're crying i they i
1: just, think oh, that would be a laughing. really good sketch um, that would be a really great sketch I, know, that, I, I, know. I think you should write that as a sketch and let's see what happens I, I think that'd be great. Sketches.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
1: um, so yeah, but you know, so, so it, the moment that you can get, you can build And this, some I talk about in, in like, when we do comedy is like, you have to build trust with your audience. Mm-hmm. Cause if the audience trusts you and they feel safe, they will be inclined to laugh with you. And if they don't feel safe, then there will be no laughter, right? That that energy, that positive energy, that that expression of positive energy immediately is just sucked out of the room the moment that they don't feel safe, right? And so you want to make sure that your audience trusts you and that they understand that this is all, you know, for for the sake of a joke. Right nowadays, you have like stand up comedians like Ricky Gervais who goes up and his first entire like five minutes is him explaining the concept of what it is that he's doing. Right, the fact that he is actively and consciously making fun of these things and saying these things in a manner which is meant to make a light of serious situations yeah. so that people understand and this is a comedy technique and it's playing on irony and it's using this and this, right? And so he opens and like literally gives the roadmap of what they need to understand the moment that he's about to open his mouth and say some horrible shit. <laughs> right? If, if, immediately record. he does the setup for the entire um for the entire uh or the premise for the entire special yeah saying that this is all a joke mm-hmm. just know now i'm gonna be a really shitty human for a few hours for like yeah. an hour
0: i mean i it's i'm for like i almost wonder if people need to say that nowadays you know like this yes. is a joke right yeah. and i think I know for me, a lot of times, like I was always saying my biggest fear is getting canceled because I just say things sometimes and that's just, uh, I'm trying to censor. It's a struggle, but I actually do censor a lot. It's exhausting, but I think there's so much power that um, can come from taking such dark subject matter and bringing comedy to it because you're, it's like almost making it Oddly more accessible for people to watch and understand. I always think of—I don't know if you saw Superstore, that comedy—but yeah. they, they brought to light a lot of issues. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it was still a lot of it was funny, but just taking a different approach to some very serious issues that were brought up. And I thought that was that was well done. Uh, so that kind of stuff, I always wonder.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: the moment that you should—it's—it's it's a. It's a difficult thing to talk about, and it's like, you know, it can be very con- controversial, but the purpose of comedy is to make light of, of life, yeah. right? In in all its forms, it's to make light of it. It's it's to poke fun at it, right? And to analyze and to break it down into its component parts and go, isn't this fucking combination of of things fucking ridiculous? Yeah. Right. Like it. And and then the audience goes, oh, yeah, shit, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, that's hilarious. Ha, 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 ha. Right. And that's that's meant to make us go, OK, cool. Life ain't that deep. It's not that deep. And it's not always freaking depressing as shit. Right. It, I mean, it, it can, can be. be. <laughs> I mean, can be. But the, the whole point of comedy is meant to be to balance that right? the Like I said, there's there's two things. There's there's two modes of communication and life is about balance, finding that balance, right? There's the tears, there's the crying that I'm scared of this, and, you know, I don't like this. And then there's the laughter, which is I'm, I'm happy. I like this. This makes me laugh, right? And so you have to have a balance. You have to find the thing that makes you happy as well. It, you can't just go all the way into this because you will not have any sort of balance in your soul and you will just be dragged down emotionally by this I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel, I'm just saying find balance. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, isn't what are the, so w- once you get older, you, you develop what sadness and anger, are not those the other two emotions? Or not sadness, um, what's the other one? There's anger, happiness, sadness. Is there a fourth one? You know yeah, it's fear, fear, sin, joy, like, love. Fear, joy, yeah. And anger?
1: No, anger is is essentially kind of a – it depends on who you talk to. But, like, I I look at anger more as a byproduct of fear. I can
0: see
1: that. I I, I see anger as a secondary emotion versus a primary. It's
0: Like the colors, yeah, classic, you
1: know? Well, you know, we we talk about the emotion wheel, right? We talk about what the core emotion is, right, what that primary emotion is. Um, you know, because they they result in other things and they morph, but bringing that core emotion is what's going to get you to a point of truth, mm-hmm. right? Where you're honest as a person so that you can affect change and affect an audience and allow an audience to connect with you. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, human experience is fundamentally universal. There's, you know, there's the, the thing that is connecting all of us that allows us to empathize with each other and cry at movies and laugh at jokes, which is the core human experience, which we all identify with. And then there's the contextual experience, which is the story basis, the story layer on top of all of it, right? That's that story that all that stuff on top will have no meaning if you don't have that core human experience. If you don't understand that core human experience, because the core human experience is the thing that allows you to connect to your audience and connect to each other and to yourself. Right. So that the moment you get that core truth, you immediately drop into whatever text is there. Right. Mm -hmm. Because text becomes obvious. Right. Those moments become immediately obvious. I don't know if it's ever happened to you or anybody watching, but I can bet dollars to donuts It has. Right. And I've never used that phrase before in my life. And it felt foreign in my mouth.
0: It was (laughs) interesting to hear. But you know what? You sold it. Know
1: I know, that, I try, you know, act as if, act as if. But the, the, the point is, is like, it, it, and, like, anybody who, who's an actor and who's listening to this and, and has had that experience where they understand the human experience behind the scene, and the moment that they just pick up the lines, everything just drops in, right? It just becomes an experience between two people versus, like, oh, my line, your line, my line, your line, and this is what it's supposed to sound like. This is what I want the audience to feel, so I'm going to just yeah. show them. Right instead of just going through the experience, which is the core human experience, yeah, having, yeah. having that realization, that that understanding, that that moment-to-moment living, right, where something happens to you and you respond to it, and then the other person you know takes that and, and responds to that, and it goes on and on and on, and you know you feel a bunch of things, and it's great, and everybody goes, "Oh my God, that was awesome, and you're like, sick
0: acting. I don't know. Why I exactly,
1: did it. yeah. It's like, how'd you do that? Okay. Act.
0: Finger guns. Finger guns are great. Okay.
1: They are. Yeah. Best version of guns ever.
0: Yeah. I mean, is this still like, I feel like if you're miming a gun, it shouldn't be this anymore, but that's just what I thought. It is.
1: Mo- most cases it is. Or it's just like, you know, when you're on the like phone, the, it's not this anymore. Yeah. yeah. The, the, this is what I do. This that's is my finger on the trigger. So I was like,
0: I hold this and I go kicking time bomb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I thought that was a teapot. I thought that it was a teapot. Could
0: be. for <laughs> you, uh, sir.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to
0: pour it on my phone because then uh, it will ruin it. my phone and my life.
1: Yeah, uh, Nobody likes minding teapot on their phone. Honestly, just the worst.
0: It's true. I mean, like I've tried it three times, haven't enjoyed any of the times. So what no. Yeah.
1: Ten out of ten times, do not recommend.
0: No. Nine out of 10 maybe, but 10 out of 10, no. <laughs> um, can I backtrack and then I'll let you go? Sure, can I, can I, I uh, got time. Okay, because I, I know I said, it's so funny, I thought this was gonna cut me off at an hour and I was slowly like, oh my God, please don't stop, Grisha. saying. Are we over an hour? We are over an hour, you're doing great. Do you need to go to the bathroom? How are you feeling? Are we okay?
1: I'm fantastic. Oh, okay, you've been holding the phone this whole time. You know what? I've been doing a Do so it feels like I'm, you know, in, <laughs> in a chaotic environment, which really defines mm-hmm. my brain. Oh,
0: that's so funny. No,
1: <laughs> Nothing's no. steady up here. It's just all vibrating. That's so, like,
0: can you calm your mind? I'm going to, like, are you going um, to kind of
1: ground? Yes, and no. Um, yes, the the biggest things that calm my mind have been uh, physical activity. Oh yeah. Um, that that has actually brought a, a full sense of uh, physical, mental, and emotional calm mm-hmm. is when I've exerted myself uh, physically. So you know. Um, I was trying
0: to do that this morning, but then this really annoying guest who didn't read any of my stuff really interrupted my flow. So you know how it who's is. Who's
1: that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, well, I, I still didn't read your stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Hey Robin, it's, I want to be
0: on a guest. I want to be a guest, uh, but I'm not going to read bro. any of it. And I'm not going to know how
1: to do a live. Uh, cool. It, it's, it's hilarious because before you, uh, you asked me whether I knew how to join an Instagram live, I actually had looked it up. I had looked it up, but then I was like, then you sent it and I'm like, oh, you have this really adorable little video. That works a 90s video. Oh, yeah,
0: I didn't want any more excuses. People weren't reading. The bullet points were apparently too much to read. Here is a visual video. Future guests, please enjoy. Uh, See, so
1: here's here's you. where here's where you messed up. You were expecting people to read.
0: I give people <laughs> options. Some people like the reading. Uh, not a lot of people. I
1: mean, if I don't have to, I won't. <laughs> I learned that.
0: I did learn that. Yes.
1: If I and have if you to, I won't. To read
0: every email from Raw. The- <laughs>
1: It's different true. expectations. That's that okay? very true. No. Um, yes, absolutely. Then that's that's kind of a, uh, a fun thing that you bring up because very often it's very evident who doesn't read, right? When people don't read, it's very evident because you know, fundamental miscommunication happens where, <laughs> where, you know, you say the thing and, and then a, a couple of days later you get the email asking about the thing that you've already answered. It's like,
0: I mean, there are times when I think I've read it and then I send an email and I'm like, I think that was a stupid email. Cause I think it said it in there. I'm like, well, I misread that. So
1: I, I don't reply to your emails so. for that specific reason. Yeah,
0: that's fair. That's fair. No, one <laughs> says it in the email uh
1: um. no, you were you were asking me a question and I had horribly interrupted you. So, please.
0: Oh, was I? Oh, that's
1: yeah. A- you said we had been to get, talking for an hour and I was doing great. I wanted to, uh,
0: I actually just wanted to learn like what made you become an actor. Because if you're like willing to discuss that, I, and if you're not, that's totally cool. Uh, I was just curious because I saw you were on DeGrassi. I'm like, you've been acting. Yeah, like,
1: you know, I, I uh, sold mushrooms to the leads of DeGrassi. Um, you just keep dealing. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was I was dealing drugs. I my my character's name was Ron Ron. Uh, I mean, like you know, you know, you're down bad when. Uh, but <laughs> no, it, it was super fun. I was. Uh, it was very much in the fledgling stages of my career. And I got the opportunity, I got on there and I was so nervous and so lacking confidence at the time that I didn't sleep a wink before the the night before at all. Like not even a wink. I just couldn't, I was so anxious, Um, which obviously again explains why I keep trying to help people not feel the way I felt.
0: (laughs) Were you anxious for this live? You haven't slept a wink, you look great
1: i forgot it was happening until you messaged me so great, great. <laughs> it
0: was in the google calendar i sent uh, you an invite I, I was
1: I, say, you know what thank you for the calendar invite though because it went oh yeah this is the thing that's happening i was like oh true 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 <laughs> um no so the way i was oh my god actually,
0: future guests are uh, watching this be better than grisha okay uh,
1: <laughs> In, uh, in grade eight, I was looking uh, when I was going into high school. I was looking for a blow off class and I saw drama and I went, I could act. And I ended up uh, taking that and it was kind of fun. And it was kind of a blow off class where it, you know, I got a B plus to A minus kind of grade for just shooting the shit and chilling. The- and then uh, at one point, I had a moment, I remember I was talking to my mom in the kitchen and I was like, yeah, I could cry on command. She's like, really? And I was like, yeah. And so like, I did it and she's like, oh my God, you should be an actor. I'm like, huh. <laughs> and then the, I think that the, uh, the-
0: Oh no, but you told your mom that you could cry on command. Now, if you cry in the future, she wouldn't believe it. Oh, really
1: my, awesome. my, my mom's like the sweetest person ever. So she's uh, she's very much She was very empathetic at the time to all of my plight, Um, so you know I could I could still fool her when when it mattered. Uh, You know I'm sorry I'm so late. I'm so late. You know my phone died. That kind of thing. Uh, (laughs) uh, And then I think the third thing was um, I I started warming up to the idea. And I uh, took all like university level classes in, in grade 11 so that I would, you know, have the opportunity to, should I decide to pursue an academic, uh, the academic side of, of life um, and go to university for something that's not creative, as I was trying to find purpose as a human, um, I, I got like on the honor roll the, the uh, in grade 11 yeah I'm, I'm not actually like dumb
0: wow you're smart but, um,
1: yeah Just like um, i mean smart in certain things not not everything but uh, okay. i not
0: everyone's I, good at everything not
1: i sure. also felt like my dad was going to reject the notion of me being an actor but then he actually ended up coming around to it a lot and like you know how how do we and like he heard some ad on like the radio for like some private acting school which was where i ended up going to and learning a little bit about the industry but in grade 12 was when i decided to pivot and and take part and actually be a part of it and so i went to my drama teacher and i went whatever production you're doing i don't care if it's cast already. How can I help? How can I be a part of it? And she's like, Oh, I need uh they were doing high school musical. And uh, they How needed old are you? high
0: school musical.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm 30. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm, okay. I'm thirty. Um and they and they needed uh jocks. High school musical. I know, I know, <laughs> on stage. Where, uh-huh. Like they, yeah. they had oh, it was licensed, they we did the dances, the thing. but you I know, know I spent so much time um, doing like the rehearsals and the dancing and like I don't sing and dance like i I, I do for you know my own entertainment and sophie's annoyance but uh, <laughs> it's, it's not it's not something I ever showcase in in my career right because that's um kind of
0: i I want you to get a dancing singing dealer that is the next.
1: Like, hey, why not buy some <laughs> <laughs> show tunes with jazz <laughs> hands? So I love it. I uh, so, you know what? I would do it. I would do it just for you. Um, just for you, Robin. Um but yeah, but so yeah, when so, yeah. so when I when I did it, we it was like, Oh great, <laughs> I get to skip a ridiculous amount of class um in these rehearsals and like just spend time chilling shooting the shit and just like you know dancing singing and like you get to kind of like it and enjoy yourself and you're like oh it's fun and then performances came around and we were performing in front of uh kindergartners and like grade one grade two grade three kids and tough crowd These kids got up by the final number and started dancing and singing with us. And I've never in my life felt energy like that. It was incredible. It was like, I, I like, it was like, it was like somebody, you know, uh get into the Greek where he stabs him with the adrenaline needle. Yeah. It's like I got stabbed with an adrenaline needle of happiness. It was like, oh my God, I ran out just like buzzing. It was like buzzing for a week after that. It was, it, it really was an incredible experience and it, it taught me what the audience and the connection to the audience is, right? When you actually feel feel, and they feel, and they get affected, and they want to, and they care about you. And even though I was like, you know, off to the side in the back row, like, you know, that guy sucks at dancing so can hide him (laughs) well
0: you can just bounce the basketball you're cool
1: he's off rhythm right now guys just fucking get him in the back hide him behind two tall people nobody needs to know this is happening uh,
0: i'm a snapper Uh,
1: slapping something too late like
0: right everyone
1: on three and you're going on seven Uh, okay exactly but you know but the realization was that it's just such a palpable and like important connection it's so like it's so rewarding and it was so rewarding so I went and I tried to seek out more of that I just I didn't have a community I didn't have an environment I didn't have mentorship I didn't have people who supported me and who knew what this industry was for a very long time i was kind of just plugging away at it on my own without any sort of help or assistance or or you know guidance really so when it when it ultimately it took forever to to finally kind of find myself which by that point i i signed at 18 years old with one of the top agents in the city and i had hundreds of auditions which i was not ready for right, mm, I right. in the meeting meet, uh, meeting the agent and he's like are you sure that you're ready for this are you sure you're ready maybe you should go back and train because like okay. i'll sign you, and you know we'll work on six months at first and he saw something and he told me and he was very supportive but i wasn't ready i didn't have a a, a a skill set. I didn't have tools. I didn't know myself. I didn't know what I was capable of. I was scared of, you know, my strength as well as my vulnerability. I just like, I just shut the negative thoughts out until they became overwhelming. And then I'd go into a depression for a few months. Right. And that's kind of, that was kind of the cycle of being Grisha. You go into an audition, you throw pasta at a wall, hoping it sticks and, and and but it was happening multiple times a week right and eventually that amount of rejection and failure and you're asking for feedback and the only feedback coming back is going yeah they said you're good that was fucking toxic
0: yeah
1: brutal as feedback yeah. and this is nobody's fault everybody's busy everybody's working it, it's not their job to like worry about every single actor's ego and like develop the actor it's their job to cast the actor to mm-hmm. find the who's going to do the job that they're being paid to cast right it's not their job to teach you it's my job now to yeah. teach you to give you those tools right mm-hmm. so that's why i'm like i i try to approach it and my philosophy is i i try to give people what i needed for a very long time was somebody to tell them how shit is yeah right not to not to fluff it, not to bullshit me, not to not to make me feel like oh I'm the greatest thing that's ever happened since you know, I like, I've like yeah I, I, I don't know couldn't think of anything better, but it it's it, the. the it's just to tell me, like, yeah, Here, here's what you're doing well. Here's where you're fucking up. Here's the difference. Here's how you approach this. Here's how you fix this. And here's what this means, right? Here's how you analyze story. Here's how you look at this. Here's how you look at that. Here's a systematic approach so that you don't panic and become a deer in headlights. So at least you have something to fall on and something to use when you're When you're talking to these industry professionals, when they're asking you to change something so that you don't freeze and feel like, oh, shit, they hate me and I fucked up, right? Because that's horrible, right? It's like quicksand. And immediately when you're in that kind of environment, you're feeling that sort of way, you immediately start to kind of fall apart. And that doesn't allow you to be a professional. That doesn't allow you to be fulfilled and feel proud of yourself and excited by the opportunities that are being given to you because you don't feel like you can achieve it. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, how are you expected to be the best? I'm a quote social network, be the best you, you can be, whether that's tried or not. It's what's required of you when you're coming into these rooms, right. To tell that story to the best of your ability. And if you don't have, key abilities and key things that are are so important for you to understand and be able to master right to be able to use at your at your disposal these are actual skills these are processes in place that you have to take they are part of the human experience Mm -hmm. this isn't like some sort of oh we have you know you have to do step one step two step three step four the only reason there's steps is to give you an order Right. It's so to give you some sort of clarity, if, if you want to look at it that way, there's no like there's no one way to do things. Whatever works for you, works for you. Do that. Right. But if something doesn't work for you, get clarity on why and fix it. Troubleshoot it. Figure out what's better. Figure out how to be more efficient. Figure out how to be more effective, how to affect an audience. Right. How to be affected emotionally. Right. Figure these things out. Figure yourself out. Right. And so we try to give people tools, steps, right. Because everything, you know, you got to keep moving forward. And to do that, you have to take a step at a time. Right. And so
0: what if I jump? It's like two steps. okay?
1: Yeah. But, you know, I I like to bring up the analogy and and you can't eat a whole steak in one bite. Oh, sir. or, Or for the vegans, like, you know, a cauliflower steak. You can't eat a cauliflower steak in one bite. You got to cut it up into pieces, right? And one at a time, you move through the process, and then you achieve your goal, which is to eat and feel satiated and happy and, you know.
0: I was really trying to figure out how I could eat the steak in one bite. Ooh, challenge accepted. That is so bad. Do not do that. Chew your- please
1: do it on a live, and please do it with uh, medical assistance present in case of choking. Uh, and please, uh, this is, uh, I am not I liable, think- liable for anything that happens. I'm just wanting to watch.
0: <laughs> I'm just an interested viewer. mine um, gave you some, this is a, for you, Grisha, that her favorite is when you call her out on her BS. Um, you know, oh, thank you, is, and just what actors really need. Oh, she's uh next week's guest actually. So that's awesome. <laughs> we'll just be talking about that's, you. That's, there's a pattern. <laughs> I bring on other yeah, guests Simone's, to talk about previous guests.
1: Uh, Simone, she's awesome. And she has a mean elbow. So anybody, oh you God, know, know, anybody watching, don't get into a scrap in a dark alley with Simone. Uh, Wait, unless so you're I, on her side how do you side. call
0: her out on her bs i would be terrified okay
1: yeah well <laughs> i also train Muay Thai and i've taken an elbow to the head once and it's not pleasant but you know it happens
0: it's weird that it, it's just implied that it happens that's a for no i understand it, that it happens the martial but, art yeah <laughs> i mean it is yeah it is that's you want a, a concussion what's going on you okay it's
1: i am fantastic Okay. I don't remember what we're talking about. I don't know who you are. I don't know where I am. But I feel great.
0: What are all these dots in front of my eyes? Uh, Why do I have a pain in my head?
1: Uh, (laughs) Ooh, what was that? Ooh, a squirrel. Where am I? (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell are you people? And where's my horse?
0: I know (laughs) it's the horse. That was great. Oh my god. Okay, Grisha, this has been very long and I did say like half an hour and then it turned into an hour and then it turned into more. Hey, um, we're having fun. Is, oh, you know what, let's is is there any like, so we were talking about the raw reels at one point, is there any anything we should discuss, promote, um, I know promoting is so uh, awkward, but I think you're good at it, so promote yourself, so promote raw. <laughs> oh, actually, quick question. This is just driving me nuts. So it's raw actor studio, but is yes. it Rooney Actor Workshop Actor Studio? I need to let
1: you uh, it. it's not <laughs> crazy. Okay. I love I love how you brought that up. Yes, uh, it, it is Rooney Actors Workshop Actor Studio Actor Space Actors Living Actors <laughs> dot Actors dot Actors with actors on a okay. hat. Uh, <laughs> Uh, You know what, the branding became uh, raw in the energy, you know, it's kind of representative of who and what we are and what we try to be as, as people and as artists. And, you know, it's all about, you know, being raw and the acronym works, but raw actor studio just felt like something that that worked on multiple levels, essentially. And it was just like, we, we felt we wanted to, to kind of give ourselves a little bit of a uh, breath of fresh air, something new, something exciting. And, you know, we're, we're trying a lot of new things right now. We're yeah. trying to uh, help people embrace their own artistry and help people challenge themselves and, and, and really kind of uh, push the envelope of, of what they believe is possible for them. Um, because I, I think that, you know, you're kind of only limited about, uh, limited by your own, uh, set of limitations. It's not anybody else. It's, it, it really only comes down to you. And so if I can show you that there is so much more that you're capable of than what you actually believe you're capable of, then you will start to accept and and learn and grow from a place of strength and a place of uh, positivity and a place of openness instead of a place of negativity and, and lack. I like that.
0: Did you ever? I, I can't not make a joke. Did anyone ever come to Raw and expect everyone to just be like raw vegans or something? Because, like, when I see the word, <laughs> when I see raw, I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, no.
1: I mean, the irony of Sophie being vegan for so long is, uh, you know, it, I, it does kind of work, but no. No. Like, I what think, is raw? I think dude? that only happens yeah. in Robin's head.
0: <laughs> I just I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, that is what's going on up here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see how Suma, her, her, from your autocorrected name is Geisha and not Grisha? Yes. Yeah. That's also yeah, quite fun I for know. me. I know.
1: Uh, uh, it's, yeah. Trust me, the story of my life. If only you knew my legal name, this would be even more fun. Uh, I we'll struggle with that the that Robin with an
0: I versus Y, so I can't imagine your struggle, sir. Uh, that's... Yeah. Uh, so, you
1: know. It's all good. Uh, yeah, I spend my entire life being uh, – having my name mispronounced.
0: Right, Joe? So, what, um, uh, what else
1: could you say? No, 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 my legal name. My legal name. Uh, so anytime you're doing attendance in school, like, for – what was it? Eight years or seven years here, plus university. Um, you know, plus, like, at work, anybody looks at uh, – your legal name in like any sort of documentation mm, when I yeah. was working in other companies, you know, they're, they're looking at that, like, how do you pronounce that? Or like Uber Eats guy, just like <laughs> brings it for, is it, who is this for? <laughs> Here, I'll type it for you. Okay.
0: I want to know. Ooh. Yeah. But I'm not going to try and pronounce it. Cause that's uh, just not fair to me. I thought it was a typo. All right, for those who won't get this afterwards, it's H-R-Y-H-O-R-I-Y.
1: I-Y, yeah. You want to know the the craziest thing? It's Gregory.
0: I was just going to say, is it Greg? Oh my
1: God, is it actually? Oh my God. In in Ukrainian, it's pronounced Hrehori but because the G is a soft G, it translates yeah, to an yeah. H. So I the moment that. you switch the H's to G's, you're like, oh, okay, it's Grigori, cool, right? And it's so, it's so
0: cool. and yeah. So why not, me. why you go by Grisha then?
1: Why not Greg or Gregory? Um, so, long story, but hilarious story. Um, you're blocking your audio. I think, my, I think it's better now, I broke my head.
0: Okay. Um, I, so when, when I was born, so, okay, my, my grandfather's
1: name is Gregory, okay. uh, so it's same name, uh, and so a nickname for that, or like the short version, is like Robert to Bob, is Grisha, and yeah. so my dad grew up with his buddies always calling him Grisha, even though my dad's name is Peter, it was like a nickname that they gave him, uh, because he was the son of Gregory um, in high school, and so when, when he had me, they decided to actually name me Grisha. But when uh, at the hospital, when they were making my birth certificate, they assumed that they wanted the full version. But it was actually always supposed to be Grisha. So I was always supposed to be Grisha. And when I came to Canada, there there was a a big debate in my family of whether I should be called Gregory and Greg. And when you say Greg with a Ukrainian accent, it sounds like a headache, which essentially roughly translates to uh, Greek. And you, my dad's like, you're not Greek. You can't call yourself Greek. <laughs> you're Grisha. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll be Grisha. Give me a lifetime of, you know, having a mispronounced name and a pain in my ass. Thanks, man. But uh, yeah, it's, it's true. I swear to God. But you know what? After after uh, the, the longest time, I, I realized that the most important thing is it doesn't matter if people mispronounce it as long as they respect you. Right. As long as they put respect on it and they do it in a in a respectful way. Um, you know, you're everybody went through school and being mocked for being different and everybody went through bullying and, you know, whatever nicknames that came up. And um, the, the, the thing that mattered wasn't the nickname that mattered was the tone, was the meaning behind it, was how they are treating you. Right. So, um, you know, and one of my favorite lines is from the movie Snatch, Guy Ritchie, where uh, one of the characters goes to the this, like, hired uh, hitman type character played by Vinny Jones. And he's like, so what do I call you? Bullet Tooth? His char- The character's name is Bullet Tooth Tony. He's like, what do I call you? Bullet Tooth? What do I call you? Tony? He's like, you can call me Susan if it makes you happy. <laughs> I was like, okay.
0: There you go. So we're calling like, you Susan. I love that.
1: Yeah. Susan Pasternak. Go.
0: I see that. You know, <laughs> Sue?
1: Okay. Sue? Uh, no, no, this is uh, this isn't the I I I identify as a boy. <laughs> okay.
0: okay. I feel like there could be. I've never actually met a male Sue. Never mind. Uh, mm. That would be interesting. Part though.
1: of a longer conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Different gonna, topic.
0: Yeah. Gonna think of that one well, uh, that,
1: and, and that's how I came to be known as Grisha
0: <laughs> Ooh, what an origin story that's your superhero story right there
1: yeah yeah I mean it was this close to becoming a super villain story like
0: oh yeah, yeah I mean there's always just that that one thing that separates you from the villain to the hero. yeah
1: yeah You're every dead. good villain thinks that they're doing the right thing
0: I know that's why like who doesn't want to play the villain
1: that's I love yeah. gonna be the
0: good guy. The villain's the best person. They are so con, like can uh, I don't know. They're just so convincing in their in their viewpoint. And then I just want to yeah. side. I always there was um I think it was How I Met Your Mother when they stood that they, they thought the Karate Kid. They thought it was such a sad movie because the hero. Was <laughs> and that's my favorite.
1: Because the actual oh, Karate Kid. Oh, man. it was
0: so funny. And then was so, a great joke. Yeah, it, it was so funny. And now I like to do yeah. that. like what if all these amazing movies are actually super tragic? <laughs> it's,
1: yeah, it's I mean, you know it, uh, I, uh, I was talking to some uh, some actors yesterday, actually, no, the day before Monday. Um, and uh, you know I was saying like you know, my, my philosophy is kind of like life is about you know the the three p's the It's about perspective. It's about, you know, what you're looking at, perception, how you see it, and priority. Is it important to you, right? Or, or is it actually important, right? And so knowing what those things mean to you and, and how to look at them, because there's multiple perspectives on everything, mm-hmm. right? And none of them are inherently wrong. Facts mm-hmm. are objective, right? Facts are facts, right? Facts are devoid well, of Well,
0: unless you. they're subjective facts, so then what do you do? You no, know,
1: then they, they can't be a fact if they're subjective. <clears throat> right, that's that's the difference between fact and truth, right? Because everybody's truth is different. Truth is subjective. Fact is objective. Right, and well, now so. I'm just thinking
0: of subjective versus objective data, and now I'm making a bar graph. It's weird. Okay.
1: Perfect. Amazing. Link it. I Put love in the description. <laughs> bring it back. Okay.
0: Everything should I, be a just, bar graph, you, a pie chart. Ah, oh, I, love
1: I pie. Listen, I I uh, really don't like Excel, but I've been slowly learning Excel. Uh, and I learned that there's a very simple way to graph data. And I was like,
0: oh, this is amazing. My husband loves Excel. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so – well, i have you been tracking the success rate of RAW, which I heard the number is so unbelievably high? That uh, no, you, it, share you know what?
1: It, it, okay. So, so. <laughs> I argue with Sophie, but, like, I – she showed me the text messages, and I'm like, I I feel like people are gonna think we're lying. Like this, this is bad because it's like bad how, to
0: be how that you... successful.
1: But it's, it's look it's not it's not so because it's not about us, right? It's not about us. It's the fact that we're applying a very fundamental understanding of how story works. It's just like how story works. It's not like some sort of magic freaking answer. It's not. It's not what, like it oh, is this so. is all system whatever. It's.
0: I don't think Sorry, no, I don't think it's magic, but I think it's actually when you're going to see the exact same thing over and over, and then you see something a little different, or you see that someone actually read the full script. I've been doing a lot of watching and like working with casting and like when you see that, and you're like someone took the time, they read the script, there's different tones in the scene, that's going to stand out, right?
1: Yeah. And so and knowing that's what, knowing what is, that right? journey is. Exactly. Right? We- where 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 it's called we call it the the character's journey because every character goes on a journey right they yeah. start at point A and they get somewhere else by the end and we have to go through that experience and learn and they discover things in the scene and all that kind of stuff and it's it's just fundamental to how storytelling is told it's just now we kind of have a way to quantify it and it's spitting results like holy mm-hmm. shit you know I I it, it and it's What's hilarious okay. It, it, What's it's the real in number? The 90s. It's in the nineties. I would love like to hear the guys. real number because apparently in the email it was not correct, and that just seems like false advertising that the number is lower than it should be. No, she she flipped the seven in the three. It's, it's like ninety three point seven, and I think she wrote ninety seven point three. She's a radio also station distracted. and a
0: success rate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, 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 listen, here here's what what is the current phenomenon that Sophie and I are are, are kind of laughing at is um, every time right now we have a lot of people returning for like private coachings and stuff like that. And like, and then there will always be like a little, Oh, and by the way, this super like casual, like throw out. Oh, and by the way, I got the call back or I booked it. Or, <laughs> but it's like, it's just like kind of throwaway. It's like the most important thing. is Can I get it? It's like, Oh, and by the way, Oh, and by the way, it, 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 it's always so like, instead of just coming and just be like, hey, I got it. Yes, we did it. Like, everybody's just like, oh, by the way. Oh. <laughs> that like, oh, and by the way, is so funny to me because everybody's just trying to like downplay it, but then also just be like, hey, you know, be cheeky about it. It's really, I don't know. It just, it's every single time, every oh, single like time.
0: everyone has to own their victories now is what I'm yeah,
1: saying. Yeah, absolutely. Like, not, by oh. The way, um,
0: hello? How are you? Not even the niceties. Hello, I got a call back. Don't even say hello. It's just, I got a call
1: back. I booked it. Yeah, I mean, if you're you're responding in the, you know, in the thread of the email that we had started regarding your audition, it is perfectly acceptable to write in all caps, I got a callback with 15 exclamation points and like hearts and emojis and all that kind of shit. And then you drop one initial to sign it. I think that is perfectly acceptable. I think that's quite a boss move. And I think it's like a mic drop moment. Right. And if you do that, that's totally cool. Right. I respect that. But <laughs> I'm not saying the other way is bad. Wait, wait, I'm just saying that's the one, also a possibility.
0: Oh, wait, never mind. I was like, who else would it be coming from my email? But apparently, there's like five people in the raw email. I don't know who I'm talking to anymore. That's a side conversation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like writing Hilarity, in my opinion, I'm like, oh crap! What if the
1: person reading this? <laughs> yeah, like, Who's uh, gonna you read this? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, everybody knows you, and okay, so that's, that's it's fair. okay. Okay, it's like,
0: uh, oh god, it's Robin again. Someone else read this.
1: Uh. <laughs> 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 well, it, you know, it's, it's not uh, it's not uncommon yeah. for for me to see it and be like, oh hey, Robin wrote this funny thing. <laughs> it's it's honestly not uncommon.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, you know, I try and spread the humor. Uh, it's usually funnier in my head. That's that's what I find. But that because is I true. don't have, you can't hear the delivery. I find the delivery, the liberty, delivery, delivery yep. is the most important, yep. right? Because you're like, where? Yeah, is that, you that's
1: why you send it? voice notes that are a minute long, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> just text.
0: Because you don't read my messages, which was clear today. So I was correct to send you the voice note. This is why I send them. Okay. <laughs>
1: oh my god! This is what happens. Grisha. You
0: send <laughs> to to voice messages because no one reads my messages. Uh,
1: it, so. It's it's fun because like I the, the the reason why I wanted to do this and the the reason why I I thought this would be so fun and uh, you know fun. you were so surprised I actually wanted to do one. But it, you're hilarious as a person, and I feel like you and I can riff a lot, right? So if we go back and forth on voice notes, then it's just like. You know nonsensical hilarity being sarcastic to each other Mm -hmm. constantly you know either going into like absurdism or just like talking shit about each other and just ragging on each other you know and it's just i don't know it's fun and it's great to be able to connect with a person who has that kind of sense of humor i know you
0: know and i the problem is and i've been saying this a lot i can't pick up on other people being sarcastic it is a true Mm -hmm. problem i have so when you were first sarcastic to me, I'm like, wow, well, this guy really hates me. Um, I didn't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what I mean to him.
1: <laughs> I'm not sorry. No, no, it was
0: great because now that I'm like, okay, no, no, he's doing a bit. I get it now. But it, it took me a minute to kind of clock into, oh, he's funny. Oh, okay. He's not a terrible human being. Noted. Maybe he is. But in this sense, no, we're we're joking. Uh, so
1: that was yeah. fun. That was fun for me. Yeah. It, but but yeah, it's like you know we we can play uh, play off each other. I once uh, was randomly playing darts in a bar, and I met another uh, like this, this older gentleman was just sitting at the next table playing darts on the other board. And I just started we just started talking, but we started talking in like this random riffing nonsensical matter where we were just like building it it was like an absurdist improv of like just building on a concept where never you're never talking about the actual thing you're talking about but you're totally. constantly just laughing more and more and more and it's like having and it's like you know a, a human being i met randomly over a beer uh, one night and like i will never meet again now you're or, living with him it's very
0: awkward okay
1: i know right so if he's like dude really yeah, in I, our bed
0: <laughs> in our safe, uh, uncomfortable <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no but, it, it, but the thing the, the, the more important thing that I'm the point I'm trying to make before you're being so rudely interruptive I know. Is, that, <laughs> is that I remember that experience I remember how that affected me right you know you, you, people don't always remember what you did but they remember how you made them feel right and so the goal is to make people feel good make make people laugh leave a leave an impression make make them uh I don't know. Make them better for it, right? Or 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 help them be better. I don't know. It's just like too many people just take. A lot of people take. Just take, 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 take.
0: I know it it's, took a lot of your time. I get it. It's been a while. Okay.
1: And I've been, I've been, you know, I've been like that too. And I, I, I'm guilty of that too. We all are. We consume as human beings. We have to, right? It's part of our nature. Uh, but there, there also has to be that balance. You know, I was talking about balance earlier is that balance is you have to put stuff out. And, and currently I'm at a state in my life where I want my existence to be a net positive experience, which is me, which means I put out more than I, I consume. I put out more than I take in so that fundamentally that my environment is one of abundance and, and, uh, instead of lack, like there, there's, there's, it it's, it's better to come in with something to offer it's better to improve somebody else's day it's better to improve somebody else's experience than it is to just wallow in Mm -hmm. Um, self-pity
0: I feel yeah I feel like there's a lot of times even if you just keep giving I don't know if I would stop giving but I notice the people that it's more reciprocal in nature and I appreciate that a little more and I remember hearing, this is now I'm getting apparently very Jewish today. It was like the marriage advice was it's a give and take. So when you started talking, I'm like, we always, that was the marriage speech in our ceremony. Like it's a give and take. I'm like, and it just sounds so basic. Yes, that should, but people kind of forget that. And that we're all yeah. human. And like, if someone is giving and giving and giving, just be mindful of that in my opinion, you know, like, Oh, okay. And uh, it's been a long time where I don't know what you're looking at. Um, so
1: uh, Sophie's looking for something. Oh <laughs> she can't. Sophie, he won't stop talking. He's like really uncomfortable. I know. She, I don't know what to do. She, she put really too many chords in the group box. The songs won't end.
0: Like, really? Like, I, I just don't. It's, he's just, I can't. Mm, you fixed it hair.
1: by knocking on it and now it just keeps playing.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, but okay. Thank you for your words of wisdom is there any anything you want to leave the viewers with uh
1: it's a,
0: hard, it's a send off it's a hard question i throw out the hard one i
1: don't have a catchphrase it made me realize oh. i don't have a catchphrase i need a catchphrase like stay classy san diego but i can't do that because i'm not ron burgundy you know uh, it, i need a no, catchphrase I okay that's weird
0: okay
1: uh I need a catchphrase
0: i know i'm working okay uh uh I was gonna no Oh my god, it's really hard. I do this to people all the time. <laughs> you know? Oh god, I hate being a guest on my own show. I don't want to do this. you um, like
1: it I just turn that around? You're I like, do like you have that. anything else to say? I'm like, give me something to say.
0: Okay, uh, what's what do you want to uh, keep it keep it light? <laughs> Toronto? Uh, no, it's like it's not good. It's not good. Uh, all right, keep oh, let's get raw.
1: Ooh, yes. let's get raw let's get okay i like yeah. that be raw i like that Simone let's coming in with, uh, with the b raw Ooh. i love it all right um you that's your sign
0: off
1: yeah um, uh, one of my favorites is uh the no, kiss yeah, rule okay wait no, 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 <laughs> no okay. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, my God, that actually reminds me because I see Chase is in, uh, is in the room. I hope he's still, he's still watching. Uh, back in Chinatown, ages ago, Sophie actually had us all do an exercise. A lot of the guys uh, do a, a magic mic routine. And, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, don't worry, there wasn't any, like, you know, inappropriateness okay. or nudity. There was lap dances uh, for, for, <laughs> for people, and we choreographed a, a, a whole thing. And we were called the Raw Dogs, and so um, I think I'm gonna go with Raw Dogs out.
0: <laughs> I love that. That is my favorite send off, Grisha. Thank you so much for doing this. Everyone, thank you so much for watching, and have a great day.
1: Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>